Happy Aviation History Month! It's your boy, Greg, and here's what we've got taken off in the Popping Collars feed for November 2022. We're soaring into the world of media and journalism in pop culture on the latest Popping Collars. Hear us channel our inner Woodward and Bernstein. Or is that our inner Redford and Hoffman? Oh well. Make sure to keep your seatbelts buckled as we land another episode of the PC Music Diary this month. We've hit some turbulence on the latest Going on 30, and only Betsy and Liz can get us through this rough patch. They take flight this month with Thelma and Louise. Also, don't forget to vote for your favorite movies in our third annual Golden Poppers. Voting is now live on our website at poppingcollarspodcast.com. Speaking of climbing, Ryan Parker and I reach new altitudes in our conversation about the Camino de Santiago on this month's Sacred Six when we discuss the Cantabrian Mountains and El Bierzo region of the trail. Thank you for flying the friendly podcast skies with the longest-running Episcopal podcast in the history of air travel. Now just sit back, relax, put those tray tables in their upright and locked positions, and keep those collars popped. Hey everybody, it's Liz and welcome to my music diary. The summer before I went to college, I participated in my first mission trip ever um, with my parish youth group. And it was to a rural community in West Virginia. It was one of those mission trips where churches from all over the country of all different denominations and backgrounds all showed up in the same place, did some, uh, you know, community building retreat stuff, and then were dispatched to do work in the community. And the little group that I was a part of went to paint the trailer house of an elderly woman who lived in a very, very small community in rural West Virginia. Come and listen, you fellers, so young and so fine, and seek not your fortunes, in the dark dreary mines it'll form as a habit and seep in your soul till the stream of your blood runs as black as the coal where it's and it was really as a kid growing up in the pacific northwest well first of all i had never been that far east in the country before at all But I'd also never really been exposed to poverty on that scale, especially not to rural poverty. And then also confronting sort of social and cultural issues that contribute to poverty. And in this region and with this particular woman and her family, that was all tied up in the story of coal mining, which uh, became just a real interest of mine that spawned a pretty deep musical interest that lasted throughout college for me. Where it's dark as a dungeon and damp as the dew Where the danger is double 
And pleasures are few Where the rain never falls And the sun never shines Well, it's dark as a dungeon Way down in the mine Part of what interested me about coal mining was just all of the American history wrapped up in it, the history of labor, the struggle for unionization, the economic and environmental impacts that you could just see in this little community that we were visiting. It was a time when um, mining, like in a mine shaft, was going away and being replaced by strip mining, which was just devastating the natural landscape and natural resources of this little area in West Virginia. So it was all just right in front of us. And every night you would see these coal trains just roll through town, taking forever, just car after car after car filled with coal, traveling all across the United States to um, fuel our homes and our lives and our businesses at this great cost. And also a great cultural currency and connection with these small mining communities in West Virginia. There's many a man I have known in my day Who lived just to labor his whole life away Like a fiend with his dope and a drunkard his wine A man will have lust for the lure of the mines. So anyway, it was a really kind of impactful time in my life. And in fact, I kept in touch with that old woman whose house we painted um, for years. We wrote letters to each other while I was in college, kind of throughout that time. And in the interest of full disclosure, um, as a person who tends to feel guilty about things for years and years to come, here is just a little true story about youth group mission trips. We painted her trailer home without priming it first. And sometimes I'll think about that. Like when I can't sleep in the middle of the night, (laughs) I'll think about how stupid it was that a group of teenagers painted an aluminum sided house, probably with house paint without priming it first. So I don't think that paint job lasted for very long. uh, And I feel bad about that. But anyway, uh, when I got to college, I continued this interest. I held on to it for a while. This was around the time um, that like a brother where art thou was a thing. But all of a sudden there was this interest in bluegrass music. It was a really big part of like my college town. The little town that I lived in had this awesome bluegrass scene that I just kind of threw myself into as a person who wasn't musical at all. But I just fell in love with bluegrass music and old time music, Americana, in a way that I really never had before with music. So the song that I just want to commend to people today is um, sort of an encapsulation of both of those stories, the story of uh, coal mining in West Virginia and also the story of this little bluegrass revival in the early 2000s. And it's a great little song called Dark as a Dungeon. Where it's dark as a dungeon And damp as the dew Where the dangers double And pleasures are few Where the rain never falls And the sun never shines 
Well, it's dark as a dungeon Way down in the mine Which was written by um, the singer-songwriter Merle Travis in 1946. He recorded it on an album and on that very same album, he recorded another famous coal mining song called 16 Tons, which um, became famous later by other recording artists. But Dark as a Dungeon is just a little folk country song that tells the story of a person who is struggling within coal mining as a coal miner. Um, he tells the story of how devastating that job is on a body and also on a soul, how significantly it impacts an entire life and an entire community in just this incredibly simple songwriting. It has since become an anthem for coal miners seeking first to unionize and now seeking better working conditions, even still to this day. Famously, it was recorded by Johnny Cash at Folsom Prison when he was doing the live recording of Folsom Prison. It's one of the songs where one of the folks in the audience shouts out to him and he kind of talks back to them. So in his recording, there's a fair amount of laughter. But in fact, it's actually a really serious song. Oh, the midnight or the morning or the middle of day Is the same to the miner who labors away Where the demons of death often come by surprise One fall of the slate and you're buried alive where it's dark as a dungeon. And Another thing that I like to do when I have some time on my hands is um, go down a deep rabbit hole of listening to all of the different versions of particular songs that have been recorded. There are a lot of great songs that you can do this with. Just go on YouTube and look at like every famous recording of any particular song. But Dark as a Dungeon is a great song to do that for because it's such a perfect, simple country song. It has been recorded by just about everyone. Johnny Cash, as I just said, but also Bob Dylan, Joni Mitchell, um, Dolly Parton, Gordon Lightfoot all the way to like the mountain goats and not to mention my boyfriend Vince Gill who recorded it with the chieftains. It's just a great song sung in many different voices across decades, all the way since the time that Merle Travis first recorded it in 1946. Another aspect of this song that is moving to me is something that you'll notice in pretty much every song that's written about coal mining, if I can become a music historian really quickly, is that there's all there's often, I shouldn't say always, there's often a verse where the miner reflects on what he wants to happen to his body after he dies. And essentially, he wants it to be returned to the earth, to be mined by other miners later in the future. I hope when I'm gone, and the ages shall roll My body will blacken and turn into coal Then I'll look from the door of my heavenly home And I'll pity the miner 
a digging my bones where it's, it's fairly dark but also really poetic and beautiful and a reminder that people who do really hard and dangerous labor are always contemplating their mortality in their work another famous coal mining song paradise by john prine does the same thing and it's just a really moving aspect of that song that's my story <laughs> about a song that has meant something to me it is separate from my own life, my own lived experiences, but like a lot of good artwork and good culture, it has given me a sense of empathy and curiosity and understanding about something that I might not otherwise confront. And like I said, I just think that it's one of the perfect American country Western songs, perfect in its original recording by Merle Travis, beautiful when done by the Mountain Goats, and everywhere in between. And that is the 1946 song, Dark as a Dungeon. Thanks for listening. Where it's dark as a dungeon And damp as the dew Where the danger is double And pleasures are few Where the rain never falls And the sun never shines Well, it's dark as a dungeon Way down in the mine